Welcome to Oak Hill Country Club Radio, where our mission is being a premier platinum club of the world and offering our members and guests an exceptional family-friendly experience while preserving our heritage, traditions, and reputation for championship golf. We will continue to pursue the service excellence with golf, dining, sports, and all recreational activities. Hello, members. Welcome to our first fireside chat as it relates to the master plan. I'm David Fries. Joining me today, General Manager, Chief Operating Officer, Chad Ellis, and our Executive Chef, Christopher Roth. Chad, Chris, great to see both of you. Great to see you. Great to be here. Today we're going to be talking and educating our members about the F&B portion of the master plan, which is the bulk, certainly, of the master plan. Chad, I know this is something that you have been involved with since the beginning. Why is the master plan so important to how you're able to operate the club, why is it important to the employees, and why is it critically important to our membership? Well, thank you, Dr. Fries. You know, as you mentioned, um, it's been two years of planning. I mean, there isn't one thing that the master planning committee, the executive team, other managers of our team um, have not really thought about. And there's multiple, multiple iterations of the food and beverage programming. And really, we took the data from our members, um, whether it be in the survey, whether it be in casual conversations in my office, casual conversations with the chef, uh, in and around the grill stations. Um, you know, our members are passionate about golf, but I will tell you, they are passionate about food and beverage and, um, and our cocktail programs, and we've done so many innovative things here at the club, but, but now it's time that we, we bring the facilities to a level um, that we need to function effectively. I mean, we have almost virtually doubled our food and beverage volume since 2014, which really comes down to um, our membership and their support. It's really been overwhelming, and it's been exciting. Um, but it's hard to do our job at times. Um, very, very limited storage. Uh, kitchen is, isn't and was not built to do almost $6 million in food and beverage. And Chris and his team and Chol and his team have really done a remarkable job. Um, and our, our members want something uh, more refreshed, more exciting. Mm -hmm. And we'll get into that uh, a little bit more as we roll through uh, the two different concepts uh, regarding the restaurants. But uh, you know we're excited about this, and we're both available for any questions after the fireside chat. Sure. I mean, this is what we do. This is what we love, and this is what we love to talk about. Right. So um, we're really looking forward to today. Yeah. So you alluded to the two restaurant concepts, uh, one a little more casual, one a little more sophisticated dining. The first one we'll start with the the new Donald Ross Pub. Take us through that. Certainly. So the new Donald Ross Pub, and, and I will say. Um, the restaurant names aren't absolutely definite. Right. You know, we're we're using them as placeholders. The Donald Ross Pub was the the name from the beginning. It just stuck. It made a lot of sense. But I have had a few members come to me and say, "Will that be the names of the restaurants?" And we're not there yet. You right. know, we're we're in the conceptual uh, part of the process, and and um, but that's what we've coined it today. Mm -hmm. Just to step back a little bit, the the. Members have come to me on a number and number of occasions over the last few years and they said, you know, the current grill room today um, is a little bit more refined, a little bit more upscale than maybe some would like. They, they want and earn for a very casual environment, a very casual experience where they can bring their families and truly feel comfortable. Right. Certainly, yes, 
members who have been around for a long time feel comfortable about the grill room. But dress codes have changed, uh, the world has changed, and members really want a truly relaxed, casual environment. And I think the Donald Ross Pub is going to deliver that in spades. I mean, it truly is a restaurant um, where there's multiple areas uh, where you can dine and, and have a little bit more privacy. Mm -hmm. I mean, the current Legends Terrace, which is the spot that's uh, really earmarked for family dining, right. quite frankly, is, is a big box. And there's not a lot of privacy. There's zero TVs. And it's just not a venue uh, that competes with uh, the local market as far right. as a restaurant that they're really comfortable. I mean, again, the, the food has been great, high quality, consistent, service has been proficient, but really it does come down to ambiance and where our members feel comfortable um, bringing their families as well as their guests. So the Donald Ross Pub um, really has something for everyone. Um, Chris will talk a little bit about the menu here in a moment, but you know, it's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yep. We we really believe it will be open for Sundays in non-golf season. I mean, right now, the club just doesn't have a venue that's attractive to compete with all the great places in Rochester on Sunday. Um, and our members, they, they've recognized that. And we, we, see, we see an opportunity for revenue growth, but more importantly, uh, being the place of choice for our members mm -hmm. six days a week in non-golf season because of course we are uh, the place of choice seven days a week um, when, when we have the golf course and we have the outdoor space right. and there's no better outdoor space than Oak Hill Country Club but we do have some challenges in non-golf season so I think this restaurant will really um, elevate that uh, that opportunity for our members to come here you know quite honestly two or three times a week is what we want I mean Correct. we are competing with uh, you know very very casual Chipotle all the way to other great restaurants in town that are more family friendly mm -hmm. Chris yeah share with us uh, you know the sort of the menu concepts that you see in the in the, in the Donald Ross pub area absolutely first I'd like to say thank you for having me Dr. Freeze of course Pleasure to be here um, yeah, very excited about the, the, the concept here. It's going to be a lot of signature, you can look for a lot of signature burgers. Uh, we're going to have a live action f uh, pizza station. So we're going to do a lot of specials out of the pizza station, anywhere from our charred wings to possibly lobster tails to roasted chicken out of the pizza oven. Uh, beautiful flatbreads and a lot of sharing items as that's become very popular in, the, in recent time is we're going to do a lot of sharing appetizers as well. And, don't forget about the entrees as well. We're right. going to have our local favorites on there as well. So, place to come for a Bills or even a Browns game, uh, I imagine. Browns. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no right. brownies, right? That's it. Um. Yeah, I, another part of that obviously is location. Um, you know, we're sitting here in what was the Oak Room back in the day, and and look around. Um, I'm looking at the back of a tent on one side and events area on the other. Uh, I think this space, uh, a big part of it being in this particular area is that it reclaims uh, you know, the views for the members. You can talk about sort of what, what went into some of those decisions and why it's put in this particular area. Great, uh, great point, Dr. Freeze. You know, early on, uh, we were really, uh, we looked at three different concepts that were presented by uh, JBD. Yep. And those concepts and iterations were similar but all very different. They had an element or two that was quite different. And um, one of the iterations had this being the pre-function space as it acts today. I mean, mm -hmm. today we have a wedding this evening for about 225 uh, members and guests. 
And this will be the pre-function location. The, the Oakram Lounge, the Hill of Fame patio, and the room we're sitting in right now will be the pre-function as they uh, move into dinner with the tent over here um, behind us. But after a lot of discussion, the master plan committee said, well, time out here. Um, these are the most sought after views in Rochester. Right. So why wouldn't we preserve those for our members and our members' guests every day, all day, year round? Right. You can't argue with that. Can't argue no. with that. I mean, and in the, the master plan committee really listening to the membership on that because last year without the tent during COVID, you literally had people picking up their chairs and Adirondack chairs and moving them over to this area to reclaim these views. Our, our members sort of went out of their way to nudge us and give us a hint that this is this is where they want to be and this is what they want to see. You know, so. Absolutely. It, it almost turned into a pop-up restaurant. Right? <laughs> I, I think we bought out the entire city of Rochester Adirondack chairs and outdoor furniture just just to get uh, seats out there right. and provide the service to our membership. And it almost organically just turned into um, the place of choice. Right. And so why would we want to build a uh, a ballroom in that particular location uh, on our signature hole, uh, you know, with number 13 and of course number one and looking up number 14, which is a beautiful hole as well. And that just morphed into focusing on what this restaurant could look like. So right. as I mentioned, there's something for everyone, for golfers, for families, uh, for dinner with friends uh, from the neighborhood. And, you know, with, with Chef's Pizza Oven, there's just gonna be a, a, a wide range of um, what he can do to offer the variety that members are always looking for, certainly right. when they're dining here two or three times a week. Um, one element that we didn't discuss and maybe Chef will want to talk a little bit more about is, you know, we do a lot of outdoor cooking. I yeah. mean, a lot. I mean, members are investing in their outdoor cooking spaces at their house, and why would that not roll into here what we do at Oak Hill? So with that, um, this particular location will have uh, a spot for proper outdoor cooking, whether it be grills, refrigeration, plumbing, you know, Wednesday night, men's league, and I'll let you add on to that in a second, uh, Sunday night family cookouts. I mean, it's not always going to be uh, just a la carte. I mean, that's certainly the heart of it. But again, back to that variety and what members are looking for, um, this will give Chris really um, some tools in his, in his chest to to offer some diverse menu options. Yeah, talk to us about a little bit about the outdoor experience. Yeah, outdoor experience. When I think of outdoor experience, I think of live cooking. And everybody wants to see everybody in action doing mm -hmm. that. And with live cooking comes freshness and quality of ingredients. So uh, with the space that's available to us, we will be able to do a lot of live cooking action stations, not only for our Wednesday and Sunday night cookouts like Chad mentioned, but we do a lot of tournaments here. and. Right. That would definitely benefit us to be efficient and deliver a quality product in that. Yeah, and when the and when the leaves fall and the snow starts to fall, it doesn't really have to end uh, here with the the way the nano door system is set up, and you know you're going to reclaim those views 365 days a year for our membership. And again, be that place, be that be that sports pub, be that family area that people want to go to and, and gravitate to all year long. That's a really good point. I think the uh, Donald Ross Pub has a lot of great elements, but the one that I'm most excited about is um, the nano door system. So we're going to have um, about a 12-foot space wrapped around the perimeter of the restaurant um, on the east side as well as the south side, which will give us the ability to have outdoor seating in a uh, um, with a permanent ceiling. Yep. 
and we could have that uh, those seats available all the way probably till right now, you know, mid October. Right. Um, but the challenge is, we all know the weather is going to turn, and the difficulty we have today is. And I'll share this a little bit later in the presentation. The number of seats that we have in non-golf season virtually get cut in half. Yeah. And that becomes a uh, member dissatisfier when you can't get in on a Friday night or a Saturday night. And those are good problems, but they are problems nonetheless. And this plan uh, alleviates that and fixes those issues where members want outdoor dining. Now we can roll the nanodoor system and almost garner another 100 seats uh, with inclement weather yeah. that we couldn't capture before. Um, and to your point, you get all the great views that we all love. So um, we know we're excited about that. That's a really special element for our members to be able to utilize the club to its fullest. Gone, correct, correct me if I'm wrong, gone may be the emails saying, sorry, sold out or we have a, a private party or a function you're unable to use the you know you're not able to come here for dinner on a friday night or a saturday night this will be dedicated member space uh, that we'll have year-round that's correct um you know right now we have one restaurant right um and and the location of that of that restaurant can be challenging in non-golf season uh to give chris and Chol and the team the ability to execute a large function you're right. So I'm, I'm hopeful that we'll never have to send another email again um, that uh, there's no a la carte dining available for our members. I mean, members should be able to use the club whenever the club is open. Right. Um, and this uh, additional restaurant, and we'll talk a little bit more about Chapin's in a moment, will give us that ability. Now, I can't say the restaurant will never be sold out uh, with Chris's great food and Joel and the team's great service, you know, right. at the end of the day, there's only so many hours in the evening and so many uh, seats in the restaurant. So, you know, we could be sold out. Could be. Um, but uh, we certainly won't be closed for a private event. Won't be That's closed. Right. And the number of seats are expanding, so we'll be able to accommodate more members all year long. Absolutely. It right. yes. makes for a good segue into the, the next portion of the a la carte dining, which is the sophisticated dining, as it's being called, and the concept of, of Chapin's. Take, take us through that. Absolutely. You know, Chapin's, um, again, that is just a name. Right, that placeholder. Using, yeah. A placeholder for today. Will it stick? You know, more to come on that. Um, the location of this restaurant is really the grill bar area, which in itself is one of the most uh, special and beautiful rooms architecturally mm -hmm. in the club. That was done in uh, 1995, 1996. And not a lot is going to change in that restaurant because um, there was a lot of money spent back in, uh, in the mid-90s. We will alter the bar a little bit, and uh, of course the FF&E, uh, the, the lights, the tables, the chairs, the carpeting, the bar top, bar stools, things of that nature. Um, we're going to be incorporating a, a, a wine room into, mm -hmm. this, into this location as well. Um, it will have uh, outdoor uh, dining, private dining, and outdoor regular dining. So if somebody wanted to have a more sophisticated, uh, higher level of cuisine, higher level of service experience for a special occasion or entertaining clients or whatever it may be in a private setting, um, which quite honestly would be the location of the men's card room patio today. Okay. And I will tell you that is uh, a very sought after location as well. Because uh, we will have to displace the um, 
the Hill of Fame patio is a location at the club currently that we use for a number of events at the club from 10 to 20 to 30. It could be uh, celebrating a 40th birthday party, uh, a 50th wedding anniversary. Um, members really want to have a place where they can go that's a special occasion mm -hmm. uh, destination with, with the, the appropriate type of menu. Uh, this, this particular uh, location will give us that. And it, you know, it's interesting in the survey, the number two most important uh, amenity our members were looking for was was a venue that hi had a higher level of, of cuisine uh, in, a, in a great environment um, to, to sort of replace the oak room of the old right. days. So, Chef, take us through what that higher level of cuisine may hold. So, in the um, Chapin's restaurant, yeah. we're looking at high-quality ingredients, yep. uh, very seasonal ingredients as well, uh, looking to work with a lot of the local farmers and a lot of their product that uh, obviously they're from soil to restaurants so yeah. we're looking for a lot of that high quality ingredients and then also refined techniques as well with the team i'm working on the team a lot with refining their techniques on how to properly sear how to properly present dishes uh, that's something that we're really going to focus in in the chapin's restaurant interesting all right some members may ask this all sounds great where's my salad bar going uh, great question um you know, that's something we contemplated in the plan as well. Um, the current grill room salad bar is a, a real convenience for our members. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's quick, it's fast, they can run to the tea. Uh, they don't have to order from a, a menu, they don't have to sit down, and they really have the ability to get something that's maybe beyond a hot dog or a hamburger or something like that at the snack bars. Um, and you know, it, it close proximity to the locker rooms and, and certainly the teas in the practice facility. So we put a lot of time into that. And you know, we looked at the numbers and you know, on any given day, it does range a little bit, but I would say, right, Chef, 30 to 50% Correct. of our members and guests are going through the salad bar because time is of the essence. Everyone's trying to rush and get to Oak Hill during the work week. So with that, um, a, a location that was identified was the current ladies' card room, which from my understanding back in the day um, was the old, uh, the old grill room. And, and members still talk about that cherished location today. So we're going to bring that back to life. It may look a little different, but um, it will be uh, just as convenient, just as casual. Um, and we will expand a little bit on the, the current salad bar. One could say maybe the, the quality is not quite there. Maybe the sanitation practices aren't the best with, with a buffet and members going through and making their own sandwiches. So mm -hmm. we're going to refine that a little bit. Uh, we, we played with that a little bit during COVID with the acorn leaf and had a lot of great success mm -hmm. uh, we know members want more than just hamburgers and hot dogs and, and uh, you know a cup of chicken salad you know they, they do want uh, other other menu options and Chris can talk a little bit about that in a moment yeah. so the location uh, you know outside the practice facilities where the current ladies car room is ideal for that and it can also support other areas of the club which I'll talk about in a moment after Chris. You know, yeah, Chris. Through some things. Yeah, so we're looking to expand on that acorn and leaf concept that we yeah. introduced, uh, where salads are going to be made to order, mixed with your desired dressings as you want. Uh, we are going to do hot food out of there as well as grilled chicken sandwiches, hamburgers. The hot dogs will always be available, but kind of, you know, expand on the, the that process there, but make it a quick service yeah. so that. Nobody's waiting in line. Nobody has to miss a tea time right. because they're waiting for food. I don't want that to be the case. Right. Perfect. 
Right, and the location is ideal to, uh, to support the bowling alley. Right. Uh, in non-golf season, to support the fitness center year-round. Um, members may, you know, we all want to practice more golf, or we all want to have more leisure, but. You know, at the end of the day, members are, are working hard during the week, and you know they could work over at Linden Oaks and think about, wow, what am I going to do for lunch? And that this would give them the opportunity to run over to Oak Hill uh, and grab a quick uh, sandwich to go or something that maybe was already pre-made. Right. You know, sort of. You know, uh, what, what happens with Wegman's prepared foods? I mean, they do such a remarkable job with that. Uh, I really believe with. Uh, the proximity of, of our members to where they are to Oak Hill, whether, again, they work or maybe they're working from home. Right. And they just want to get out of the house for half an hour, an hour, don't necessarily have time to tie in a workout or uh, on the golf course or in the fitness center, but just want to grab a great right. uh, a great lunch. And, and they could pop over here. They could eat it here and go back to home or back to work, or they could um, you know uh, uh, eat it right here on property. Maybe even support the simulators as well. You mentioned the fitness center. Yeah, but, I mean, know, the we'll throw in a plug for the golf there. Absolutely. Too, you know, so. I mean, those things are just spectacular, and this will also help. Uh, you know, there'll be a competition between the, the simulators and the bowling alley, right? <laughs> who, who, uh, who provides more opportunity in this new location? So it really is a premier spot for, for a whole different element to our member experience. Great. Chef, I'll come back to you. Tell us a little more about. What maybe our members won't see is it involves the the kitchen and the redesign of the kitchen. What do, what are you looking forward to there? Uh, so you know, obviously the kitchen was uh, done a while ago, yeah. and um, you know we're looking to create efficiencies in the kitchen because, as Chad mentioned before, we've nearly doubled in size in our catering and banquet business. Uh, so we're looking to be a lot more efficient and be able to produce a lot more uh, of the quality plates that we do consistently. Um, the team is really excited about the uh, renovation and some possible new equipment in there as well. I mean, uh, we've, we've got a few ovens that are a little dated, but we're looking to uh, make some improvements on that. Okay. I mean, just like all technology, it's amazing how the technology in the kitchen equipment space has yeah. evolved really immensely over the last Tremendous. two dozen yeah. years, right? And you know, where we are today and what's available today um, will help in, in a lot of ways. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Maybe backtrack a little bit to where we were talking about the sophisticated dining for a moment. But one of the things that we, we touched on, we're sitting here in what, what was the Oak Room, still is, I guess, the Oak Room, but maybe not used for the purpose that it was founded upon when it was built uh, a couple decades ago. Why do we think that the two-restaurant concept now is going to flourish here where it, where it struggled in the past? Yeah, it's a really good point, and it's it's one uh, it's a question that I've a, uh, that I've answered a few times. You know, um, no disrespect to you know what happened with the Oak Room in the past, but uh, you know the Oak Room was a new concept in, in the mid '90s. Um, the 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 culinary in, in the food world has changed in, uh, tremendously since then. Um, you're right. Uh, a number of years ago, it, it made a lot of sense. I recommended to the board that we we close the uh, the Oak Room. Uh, partly because it just wasn't being utilized. And there's multiple reasons why that was the case. I mean, as we stand here today, as I mentioned earlier in the, in the conversation, you know, we have blocked views. Right. So because <laughs> of the demand of an undersized ballroom, because we have an undersized ballroom, now today, 90% of our weddings are in the tent. Right. And it's not necessarily because they want to be in a tent. Right. It's because the size of the wedding to have all your guests on one level, uh, the current ballroom just can't accommodate, you know, at 140 or 150. 
So our, our, our current numbers average about 100 to 125 more than that. Okay. So naturally, um, this space sort of took over that demand. And right. on a Saturday night, one of the most special evenings to go out for whatever reason, um, you, 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 had, you were blended with wedding guests. Right. Uh, you were walking through the events and coming into this room and your views were people at the reception of a wedding. Right. If there were any views at all, uh, right. several of them were blocked. Right. And so that was part of it. Uh, you know, certainly uh, the, the dress code and the jacket and the tie and, and the whole formal dining, uh, it, it just became passe. Um, you know, members and, and guests and people all, really all over the world, Jeff, right? You know, all these great restaurants in New York and in Chicago and everywhere else, you know, people want to go out for great food and great service, but they don't necessarily want to dress up uh, with a jacket and tie all the time. And these other restaurants evolved and changed. I mean, I remember my days early on with Ritz Carlton. Remember, Chef, it was, it was always jacket and tie uh, at, at their uh, formal restaurants. And quickly they, they pivoted and realized that that's not what the guests wanted. Uh, and then when they, when they uh, basically refreshed all of their restaurants and yep. their fine dining, and, and, they, and they went away from the formal name, they uh, quickly doubled their sales because guests were comfortable coming there more often yeah. and, and enjoying some great cuisine. So um, really it was a number of reasons mm -hmm. why. I think, it, again, it was views, it was uh, maybe menu offerings, it was... Uh, uh, the blending date, date, dated decor <laughs> yeah. so I Chapin's again we're, we're not going to spend a tremendous amount of money in in the grill uh, bar area to to bring this restaurant to, to new levels but you know and, I, and we also have to displace this location right. I mean we do Chris what somewhere around half a million dollars in food and beverage out of this for private dining and this right. and these are events for our members who want to be in this type of space or outdoors well, this is now going to be the Donald Ross Pub. So how, where are we going to put them? Because not all these special events want to be in a ballroom. Right. And we'll talk a little bit about the ballroom in a moment, but oftentimes they want to be somewhere a little bit more unique, somewhere a little bit more special, a little better ambiance, and this restaurant will fill that void. Uh, so we'll ha it'll be open five days a week, yep. three or four days a la carte, but our members will be able to book the space for what we would call in our industry a buyout where they, they buy out the restaurant for 30 or 40 of their closest friends and family or best clients, and they have a restaurant-style experience, uh, both food and service, tables of four, tables of six, not, not around a table of 10 or a table of eight in, in a ballroom setting. And there's a whole market for that where you, know, you virtually just buy out the restaurant, it's for the use of your guests right. um, that you invite. But the beauty of it from an operations standpoint is the culinary service and, and bartending team is the same. So whether it's an a la carte experience right. for our members or whether it's a buyout on Tuesday night for one of our uh, uh, for one of our members who wants to entertain, it's the same staff. So right. we'll be able to really maintain a great team five, continuity five all the way through. Great. A la last point here as we look to, to wrap things up gone through a lot. Um, take us through the, the grand ballroom and, and the displacement of the tent and how that's all going to work. Absolutely. I mean, I think one of the biggest uh, feed, some of the feedback that we received, probably uh, the most notable was, when is the tent going away? And I think we all can agree this iconic, architecturally beautiful clubhouse 
that will be uh, maintained as we go through this process. Um, the, the tent is something that members are less than happy with. Not all, but, but certainly a large portion. You know, the tent that we have today is almost 8,600 square feet. It, at times, we have flexed it out almost to just south of 11,000 square feet for some of our larger events that we have done uh, throughout the years. But as it sits today, it's 8,600 square feet with the ability to go bigger, which we've done. Um, the ballroom that we're proposing is, is only 8,600 square feet. I'm sorry, um, uh, 6,800 square feet. Yeah. That's 2,000 square feet less. And I have heard, you know, we don't want to turn into a party house. And I, I agree, Chef, we don't want to turn into a party house, right? Um, and, 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 and that's not something that this is going to do. We're actually going to have a smaller footprint. Now, the, the new ballroom will give uh, Troll and the catering uh, team the ability to flex and be creative and maybe have the bands in, in a different location and, and have the after party in a different location. So. Uh, we could flex beyond 300 seats if right. needed, uh, but that you know that's not something that uh, we don't do a tremendous amount of events over 300. Right. And quite frankly, if it was 320, we could probably make it work as well, based on table configuration, centerpieces, things of that nature. Um, so you know this, and I always say to members, remember these these are events, these special moments are our members' daughters' weddings. They, are, they may be uh, the chair of a charitable ball yeah. for a, a very special event. They could be an owner of a company who has 325 employees and they want to showcase Oak Hill mm -hmm. to all of their hardworking employees. Um, we have that demand today and that, as we talked about earlier, that's what makes us turn into, uh, make a tough decision where we may have to close down a la carte dining on a Saturday night in December right. because we don't have the capacity to do an event for, for 350. Um, this will give us that ability yeah. and yes and still have the Donald Ross pub available for our members so it really will fix a number of challenges and I think uh, certainly and we'll maybe get into this a little bit more in a different fireside chat but but the back of the house space the storage yeah um, the the refrigeration concerns that we have I mean it's very challenging uh, to, to put enough groceries right Chris and into the coolers to to maintain the volume uh, but you know certainly not uh, anything close to a party house you know we, we want to make sure right. that we're taking care of all of our member events I mean you know the men's invitational and Jason knows is you know what 268 teams yep. uh, the uh, the foils the sizzler Mother's Day brunch I mean we need a facility that's this size just to accommodate our own golf and social calendar right. um, and, and certainly uh, the request of our, our members private events so yes it's a, it's a it's a good sized facility but remember the tent the, is right. north of 9,000 square feet as it is so we're really just replacing it with that but we're giving us right. the ability to have a year-round facility and it's architecturally beautiful and again the views here for the members and flexible space um, a lot of fantastic options you feel good about being able to service all this you, of course yeah. uh, all right yeah. okay absolutely Oh, I mean, I think all great. Thank you for filling us in on, on, on the aspects of our F&B. Again, this is our first of, of several that we'll be doing for the, uh, for the Master Plan Series. Thank you for joining us, and we'll be seeing you soon. Great. Thank you. We'd like to thank our membership for their continued support of one of the most iconic clubs in the world. 
Our success is dependent on the collective and positive energy of our members and our team of employees working together to achieve our mission and enhance our brand.